0: earthquakes, pandemics, worldwide destruction and lawlessness. These are the signs of the times. Building an underground shelter in your backyard won't protect you. Life insurance, earthquake insurance and health insurance won't cover you for what is to come. But you can have the blessed assurance of Christ Jesus. Here is John Carter to tell us more about The Return of the King.
1: What does A.D. mean?
2: Well, smart people get informed. If you're informed, my friend, you're prepared for what's coming. A.D., what does A.D. mean? Well, of course it means, it's the Latin, Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. Jesus Christ broke history in two. He is the greatest person in the history of the human race, there's no doubt about this b c of course refers to before christ b before christ a d anno domini we are living in the time of our Lord. This is something even the communist has to recognize now, let me read your text, Wayne, to answer your question. I'm going to read from matthew twenty four verses nine down to thirteen. Are you ready here we Go. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. You'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. All of this happened before Jerusalem was overthrown in 70 AD. Uh, There were false prophets. All of these signs that I've just read here from the, the very lips of Christ, all of these signs came to pass. But everything that came to pass back there is going to come to pass again in our day and our age, and then we will see the return of the king. Let me just illustrate. Persecution. Jesus said they're going to persecute you. Now, of course, Christians were persecuted back there before Jerusalem was overthrown. This is an historical fact. Today, the most persecuted group of people on the face of planet Earth are the Christians. Christians. You go to the Middle East, Christians are persecuted. You go to Africa, Christians are persecuted. And Billy Graham told us before his death that Christians in the United States of America can expect to be persecuted by their own government. Think about it. Persecution. Jesus said, they're going to hate you because of my namesake. I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded by the hatred that exists today in the world, even including Australia and the United States of America. You turn on the internet, you go on Facebook, and there is, there is so much hate. And there are groups that are trying to silence the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ in the preaching of his word. We, we, we're in a culture of hate. We're seeing great changes in our culture. Jesus said there would be false prophets. And back in the times before Jerusalem was overthrown by the Romans in 70 AD, there were false prophets. And there are false prophets today. There are people who are religious charlatans who are deceiving the masses. And that is why we need to follow the scriptures, not the teachings of men, but the teachings of Christ and keep his commandments. Jesus said, lawlessness. The love of most would grow cold and there would be an attitude of lawlessness. Everywhere we go today, every time we turn on television, we hear this new culture of lawlessness. You've noticed it. It's not popular for me to tell you these things. I know this. I know that some of you watching this telecast may be offended. I'm sorry to offend you, but I'm not sorry to tell you the truth. There's lawlessness today. Even marriage has been attacked. Marriage, you read what Jesus said. Jesus said, in the beginning, God made them male and female. But we are in such a lawless age today that millions of people don't even believe in marriage between a man and a woman. And millions of others believe that a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man and and they can be somewhere in between. This is an age of lawlessness. Our only safety, my friend, is in the keeping of God's commandments and in the keeping of the law of God. By the grace of God, I am taking my stand on the words of Christ. Listen to this. Violence, hatred, mass killing, suicides, we hear about it all the time. In the schools today, in the state schools, it's o- okay to teach our little kids about critical race theory. It's okay to teach about same-sex marriage, transgender, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and et cetera. But it's not okay to teach in the schools uh, the commandments of God. It's no, no it's not okay to put up the Ten Commandments. You can put up all the rest of this stuff, but the Ten Commandments have been abolished from the schools. And we wonder why we have so many suicides and why we have so many violent incidents around the world. It is because we have rejected God. Listen carefully the happiest people in this world are the people who keep the commandments of God. I'm telling you the truth, the happiest people in this world are the people who've got their feet on the Scriptures and who keep the commandments of God. May these words, my friends, sink down into the molecules of your mind. And then Jesus said these words, here it is, Matthew 24 and verse 13. He said, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. He who endures to the end shall be saved. I've seen people who've endured to the end. People have gone through dreadful persecution. On one occasion, we traveled from Moscow to Vladivostok on the Trans-Siberian Express. We hired a railway car. We took some of the Carter report team. At every stop, many, many stops on this tremendous journey that took us eight days, thousands of miles across Siberia, we were greeted by the survivors of the communist holocaust. They came out to meet us 2 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We were up all day, all night, giving out Bibles, medicines, tapes, preaching the word of God in the middle of Siberia in the middle of winter, speaking to the survivors. God has always had his survivors. And in the end times, God will have his people who will Endure the persecution and the hatred and they will rejoice in the return of the king. The king is coming.
1: Is there any good news among the signs? Hey, Wayne, there's plenty of good news.
2: You and I just love good news. We are people of good news. You know what the word gospel means, don't you? The word gospel. Jesus said, the gospel of the kingdom. Look, I'm going to read it to you. Matthew 24 and verse 14. Jesus said, and this gospel. Look at me. This gospel, this good news. Now come back to the text. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then... The end shall come. Hey, that's great news. Nothing can stop the preaching of the gospel. I've seen it with my own eyes. Been to Russia. I've had the privilege of speaking to millions of atheists and communists. I've seen the, the power of God in El Salvador, India. I could go on and on. The islands of the sea, like Papua New Guinea, hundreds of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of people coming every night. Why do they come? What draws them with an irresistible force? It's not bad news, my friend. It's the good news. It's the good news that there's a God in heaven. And this God in heaven, he made you and he loves you and you are important. You can't stop the tide from coming in, can you? Remember Winston Churchill's great speech? He gave this tremendous speech when Britain was facing the Nazis and people wanted to quit. You know what Churchill said? He said, you can't stop the tide. He read a poem. He said, you can't stop the tide from coming in. There is power, the power of God in the tide. I want you to know, You can't stop the tide from coming in. You may think we're beaten. Never, never, never. Christ is never beaten. The tide is coming in and Christ will return.
0: What is meant
1: by the abomination of desolation from Matthew 24?
2: Well, Wayne, you're throwing me some curly ones today, aren't you? (laughs) I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read you this passage out of Matthew 24. And remember, everything that happened back there on a local scale is going to happen on a worldwide scale. And just as Jerusalem was overthrown, the end came for the Jewish race as a nation, as a theocracy. So the end is going to come for this world and Christ is going to return. Now, I'm going to read it to you. Matthew 24, 15 to 21. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes, but woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great tribulation uh, tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no nor ever shall be. Let me give you a little bit of history. This has been fulfilled. It's happened. It happened before Jerusalem was overthrown. The abomination of desolation stood in the holy place. They were the armies of the Romans. The Roman armies were a type, listen, of the last great uh, antichrist. Jesus spoke, about a tremendous tribulation that would come. That tribulation came back before Jerusalem was overthrown. That tribulation was a type of the last great tribulation before Christ returns. This is the word of God. What happened back there is going to be repeated. It will come to pass. It is written.
1: Is it possible to work out the day and hour of Christ's return? Well, a lot of people have tried
2: to. (laughs) Uh, The history of the Christian church tells us always been folks who have been very confident and felt they can work out the time of Christ's return. You can't do it. It's forbidden in the scriptures. Here's a text, Matthew 24, 34 to 36. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Now, here it is. Listen carefully. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Jesus said this, and this is very important, What I'm going to tell you. Jesus said there would be certain signs, just as there were signs before the overthrow of the city of Jerusalem. Jesus said in the last days, in our days, there would be certain signs. And he said, when we saw those signs, we would know that we were living in the last era. But he said, you can't tell the exact day or the hour. Jesus said, that's something, no, no, something you shouldn't even try and be, you shouldn't be trying even to work this out, even though there have been hosts and hosts of people who've tried to do this. But let me tell you this. Now listen carefully to this. Are you listening to me? The coming of the King, the coming of Christ, is no further removed from you than your own personal death. Because when you and I die, we are going to fall asleep and we will be unconscious. And the next thing we will know will be the return of Christ. I had a dear friend She was working away in the kitchen, preparing her husband lunch. All of a sudden she had a stroke. She was gone. She didn't have time even to say, Lord, she was gone. That to her was the return of Christ because she fell asleep, unconscious. And the next thing she would know would be, the coming of Christ.
1: Will Christ's return be a secret?
2: Well, let me read you this text. Uh, many people believe that the coming of Christ is going to be a secret thing. I find it hard to believe that idea and believe this text in the Bible, but I, I leave it to you to judge. You be the judge. Matthew 24, to 27. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I've told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he is in the desert, or do not go out, or look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. The coming of Christ is not going to be a secret thing. So people say to you, hey, he's going to come in secret. You you say, no, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, as the lightning flashes from the east to the west, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. The coming of Christ is going to be audible. We are going to hear him when he comes. It is going to be visible. The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 1, I think it's verse 7, it says, every eye is going to see him as he comes in power and great glory. It is going to be spectacular because when he comes, he is actually going to raise the dead. My friend, it's going to be the greatest event in the history of the universe, the return of the king.
1: Are all of these events described in the Bible?
2: Yes, Jesus wrote these things down, or rather he had his disciples write these things down and they are recorded for our information and our edification. I'm reading to you from Matthew 24:29 to 31. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven will be shaken. That The sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Wow. There are going to be tremendous celestial events. The Bible tells us the elect are going to see these things. The angels are going to come in great power and great glory. The dead are going to be brought up out of their tombs. The living saints are going to be translated. That means they're, they're going to be filled with new life and power and eternity. The earth is going to be reeling like a drunk drunken man. The earth is going to be breaking up. The mountains are going to be moved out of their places, we're told in the Scriptures. Hey, It's amazing. The greatest event in the history of the world is coming, my friend. Jesus said, when you see these things, know that my coming is near, even at the doors. Is the
0: destruction
1: of Jerusalem in 70 AD connected to the return of Jesus?
2: Because one foreshadows the other. What happened to Jerusalem in 70 AD will happen to the world on a worldwide scale. Before Jerusalem was destroyed by General Titus in 70 AD, before the temple was absolutely razed to the ground, there were certain signs. There were the wars and the famines and the pestilences, the preaching of the gospel and so forth. Now, Jesus said, These things are going to be repeated with a growing intensity on a worldwide scale. We can see this happening today. And what happened back there is a historical reality. This is not a fairy tale, my friend. Not making this stuff up. This is not a fairy tale. Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD according to the prophecies of the Bible, according to the prophecies of of Jesus, and according to the prophecies of Daniel, Daniel chapter 9. And in the same way, in the same way, Christ is going to return. The return of Christ is an absolute certainty. Christ is coming. You can believe it. This is the word of God, my friend.
1: How can we prepare for these events?
2: Uh, Wayne, you asked the question, what should we do? In view of all these things, what are we going to do? We see the signs being fulfilled. What should we do? It's a great question. Because truth is not something we put up on a pedestal and look at it and we walk past it every morning and we give it a little polish. No, no that's not what truth is. Truth is a reality that comes inside the temple, the soul temple. It is a transforming thing. Now, I want you to notice what Jesus said. Matthew 24, verses 33 to 42. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away, that all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Let me comment on this. Jesus said, There's going to be a final generation. There was a final generation that saw the overthrow of Jerusalem. There's going to be a final generation that is going to see all of the signs fulfilled and see Christ return. Now I come back to the text. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the son of man. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your lord is coming it speaks for itself you know what our greatest need is our greatest need is to know christ our greatest need is to take christ into our into our hearts into our homes and to take his law into our hearts the happiest people are the people who follow christ and keep his commandments Listen, my friend, listen. Can you hear the rumbling? Listen. Can you hear the rumbling wheels of the chariot? Listen. The king is coming. Prepare, my friend. For the return of the King. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Many people, no matter what their age, still have their first teddy bear. It's hard to let them go. Their stitches might be loose, the stuffing flat, one ear a little lopsided, but they were always there for us. Imagine giving a child their very first teddy bear, especially when they are sick and lonely. They will always remember that someone they didn't even know cared enough to bring them a new friend when they needed it most. Will you help the Carter Report bring cheer to these children? You can mail a bear or send a donation, and we will buy the bears for you please send your bears or a donation to the address on the screen. For COVID protection, please send the bears in their original packaging. Thank you for your kindness in giving cheer and comfort to children in need. The Carter Report has a new weekly updated message for you from Pastor Carter. This update is not available on your normal broadcast station it is only available on your favorite streaming device roku amazon fire youtube apple tv vimeo our podcast the carter report website also the official carter report mobile app you receive these additional weekly updates only by streaming they are not available through your broadcast station Pastor Carter updates crucial issues happening in our world every week. The most current events facing each and every one of us are explored in a new light. Get your exclusive new weekly updates through the Carter Report app, only available on your streaming device. Find out now what important stories are included in this week's update.